0: Forage Foundation is proud to introduce you to Superior Educator Linda Scholl from and Trout Creek Schools. Linda is above and beyond kind. She is the type of person who always says hi to staff and kids in the hallway with a big smile and always has something positive to say. She is a great teacher and coworker. She recently retired and is already missed very much by students and staff alike. If you know an amazing educator like Linda, go to superioreducators.org and nominate them to be recognized as the next Superior Educator.
1: Welcome back to Segment 2 of Copper Country Today on this uh, Sunday morning. I'm Todd Van Dyke. Our program is brought to you by the Portage Health Foundation. Learn more about them at phfgive.org. Some very sad news here in the Copper Country. with has played out over the last several weeks now. The news that Finlandia University is going to be closing down and we're starting to hear a little bit more about where things are going to be going, how things are developing here. I thought I would bring Finlandia University President Tim Pino in with an update recognizing, Tim, as we get started here, that I'm sure that there are things that are in progress that you don't yet have answers for.
0: Absolutely. We are, uh, it's, it, we are all learning this as we go. Um, as I often tell people, no one teaches you how to do this in president's school. So uh, as we find <laughs> things out, we deal with them and try and make decisions as best we can. Was this a possibility when you took this job? Well, I think that anyone who is at a small private liberal arts college, it's a possibility these days. That's 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 just the reality. Uh, did I think that we were going I, that we were going to be in this position? No, I did not. Because um, you moved here basically across
1: the country. I did. Yeah. To take this job, and this has to be a, a, a personal disappointment for you in that regard.
0: Well, it's 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 tragic for everyone involved, really. You know, it's. Um, I came in knowing there were significant challenges. and and uh, but then, as we dug in farther uh, and investigated more and learned more things, um we just came to the eventual conclusion that, in the honorable and right and ethical thing to do was um, to really look at not enrolling students any longer. Um, that's a that's a horrible thing for someone who spent his whole life in higher ed, you know, 35 years in higher ed, to this say. This
1: isn't how it's supposed to go. Is,
0: this is not how it's supposed to go, no, but... Uh, but the reality is in our world that there that we will not we are not the first and we will not be the last there'll be a, a rash more in the next few years of small privates that close
1: well it is a matter of numbers we're graduating fewer high school seniors we have seen even in this area a move a little bit away from sending kids to college with an emphasis back on career and technical education recognizing that there are good jobs there and not every kid has to go to college but that hurts college entrance and we, of course, here in the Upper Peninsula, have those of us who have watched this area for a long time, recognize that we're probably graduating half the high school seniors that we did 40 or 50 years ago when
0: Finlandia was still healthy. If we were graduating that many seniors locally today, you'd still be fine. We, we would be in a very different spot. That's right. Um, I saw some data about two weeks ago that the number of Pell Grant students or Pell Grant eligible students, which are the lower uh, on the lower end of the socioeconomic scale, which Finland is about 50% Pell eligible students. Um, in the state of Michigan, the number of those students who qualify for Pell, qualify for that free money, but who actually go to college has dropped by 50% in the last decade. So, so those numbers, um, when you start putting those kind of numbers together, it becomes incredibly difficult.
1: Yeah, and this is not the first school in this area who has right. done that. There was uh, Northland University. Down in Dunbar, Wisconsin, which did not have the long heritage that Finlandia did, but they
0: closed uh, 2015, I believe it was. Well, and Mary Mary Grove, I believe was 2019 down in the Lower Peninsula. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: this, um, I, I suspect, you're not going to be the last. No,
0: no. I'm afraid we won't be. Um, it's it's just a natural. Uh, I I give the analogy, you know. Um, If you were in this area a hundred years ago, there were probably 15 to 20 blacksmith shops. Yeah, uh, and now there is not the need for that. And, and so right now, given the numbers, there's not the need for the number of, of spaces of higher ed that, uh, that we have.
1: And competition has increased. Gogebic Community College made an aggressive move into this area over the past 10 to 15 years, offering some of the same courses that Finlandia did, but uh, much less cost mm-hmm. and probably a little bit easier for some students locally to manage, and that, uh, that hurts as well.
0: It, it does um you know they they uh are providing a, a really valuable service to the community they are also providing some programs that are perhaps more they're more in that career technical end of thing that we were talking about so so um they have they have found a niche and and um and and you know good for them so they'll continue to serve the community and and we'll move on yeah the world does evolve it does no institution lasts forever
1: <laughs> no it doesn't um, how much time elapsed between the time that you and the board made the decision that we were going to have to shut things down and you made the community announcement?
0: About two hours.
1: Because that's one of the questions. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pop some questions off you yeah, during yeah. this conversation that I've been getting from people in the community. Sure. Um, you cannot give a hint ahead of something like this you can't go public and say gee you know we're thinking we might not be able to make it that's basically shooting yourself in the head
0: well it's shooting yourself in the head and 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 you may be wrong and if 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 as a result you um you have students leave, or you're essentially condemning yourself at that right. Yeah, at that right, right? point, who yeah. enrolls? Yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: Everybody gets out of town uh, if there's no confidence that you're going to be there. So that's you right. can't exactly hint ahead. And of course, it came as a, a big surprise to people. But there are those of us who've been watching Finlandia for a long time who have feared this, and there have been rumors about this in the past. So.
0: Well, I, I like to tell people if you look at the if you read the history of Finlandia University, um, there's a great story about the very first month that it was open, the the very first president, Nikander, J.K. Nikander, was coming back from South Range with his driver, he was in a carriage, um, and he made the driver stop and pull over so they could kneel on the side of the road and pray to be able to get through the week yeah uh and it has not changed much periodically you know over time it's always been a school that just sort of scrapped by sisu is alive and well and and um and they have always managed to make it make it but just barely and uh and the time just simply ran out
1: yeah now finlandia university has played a number of roles here obviously an educational role uh teaching young people to Move on in careers, preparing them for life. But Finlandia has played an outsized role, I think, for college of its size in the community, hmm. in regards to the Finnish heritage in the community and some of the programs that it offers. So perhaps the loss of Finlandia is a lot more significant to this community than it might be if it were a small college in Lansing or Milwaukee.
0: Sure. If, if we were in Detroit, it would be a blip on the radar, right? We, we certainly wouldn't make the front page of the Detroit News, right? No. Um, but here in in Hancock and Houghton, it's big. And, and our Finnish heritage in this area makes it even larger. And so it, it has an outsized impact, certainly.
1: Talking with Tim Pinnell, the president of Finlandia University, which will be closing down. What's the timetable? Obviously, classes are going to run through the end of this semester.
0: Yes, we're, we fully intend to finish the semester. We fully intend that there may that there are a few classes that will run during the summer, so that a couple of our programs can finish up that normally have summer programs. Um, Past that, I can't tell you much because the board still has some decisions to make on how they intend to dissolve uh, the business entity. So um, until that happens, I really don't have a great answer to that.
1: Yeah, because there are a whole lot of things that have to take place here. Uh, First of all, students relocating. You've already put together some significant uh, options for students' uh, teach-out agreements with Northern and Tech and and, uh, Bay Uh, College.
0: Bay, um, uh, Wartburg in Iowa, uh, Adrian downstate or the, the what, first ones. What brought these two uh, far-flung private schools <laughs> into it? Let's start with Adrian,
1: okay. because Adrian is down in southeast Michigan.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know the uh, president of Adrian. He's been very kind to me in the year that I've been here. And, and um, we were looking for something in southeast Michigan, because we have a lot of students from the Detroit area. Um, okay,
1: and that was my first thought. Yeah. Was okay. That gives that gives them a backyard option.
0: That's right, and they are a school that is doing well. Um, they've got some really good things uh, going on there. So so you want to make sure you send them to schools that are really healthy and doing well. Yeah. Um, Wartburg, uh, I particularly singled out one because it's a Lutheran school in our same tradition. I wanted to make sure there was one of those, but also I know the president. Um, she's a brand new president, as I am, and and uh, but they are a very very well known uh, Division three athletic program for a private school they they win national championships uh, um, I believe their their women's basketball team is in the division three final four right now um, so given that so many of our students are athletes I really wanted to find a really good athletic program for our especially students to to. hockey yes and they they are interested they don't have hockey but they've been talking about it for a number of years so um, they have offered uh, if we can get enough of our student athletes hockey athletes who want to go there they are willing to take our whole programs, men's and women's hockey on uh, at Wartburg. So I think that's just a wonderful feel-good story out of this.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because hockey players love to play hockey right the reason that he, and and if they could continue doing that and it's not necessarily easy to transfer into another school and suddenly join an athletic team
0: well that's right and and if they were going to another school they'd probably have to try out for a team and all those things or, or be recruited individually and this way they're just guaranteed to be on the team next year so that's just a wonderful wonderful way to have this work out yeah
1: and let's face it uh, the hockey players at Finlandia are not not going to make the team at northern right or michigan tech they, well
0: there might they might be one or two but but uh yeah, in general you know, they're that's, not
1: generally at that level right adrian college has extraordinary good hockey programs they there, do as well so, yeah you know they might some of them might make that program. Some of them Absolutely. might not. But the opportunity for them all to go and and continue to skate, that's really unique.
0: Well, it is, and it also becomes then a it becomes Finlandia's legacy lives on, right? Because it's the whole program. It's not just the students. So, so it's it's one of the things we sort of looked at and go in the midst of all this horrible situation. That's a, a little bit of bright light.
1: The Finnish American Heritage Center has always been a part of Finlandia University. It's always kind of operated separately. It has some of its own programs, a little bit of its own funding, that kind of thing. And I think that was one of the first things that people kind of clutched up about. So what happens to the Finnish American Heritage Center, the programs that it offers, the archives that it maintains, that's a, that's a building that's important to Finnish Americans all over the nation there. We do have some hope for that.
0: We do, and I and um, you you know, I would say that when the announcement was made, you know, yeah, you as you can imagine, my email and voicemail sort of blew up over oh, the I, next. Oh, time. I can only imagine. And and I would say at least seventy percent of the messages were about what's going to happen to the Finnish American Heritage Center, um, and and I will tell you that it, that we are. I am very very confident that that will continue here in Hancock, um, and as will all the what I I now call them the Finnish units of Finlandia, the the Heritage Center, the Archives, uh, the Finnish American Reporter, the Folk School, and the Art Gallery, yeah. um, are, and, and North Wind Books, uh, are all going to continue in some form. Um, the Finlandia Foundation National out of New York stepped in immediately as soon as they knew. I had had some contact with them, and I said, hey, um, you know, if... if we have no idea what's going to happen at this point, but if something happens, is there... And they they jumped on it right away. We had some meetings very quickly, and they said, we just absolutely have to do this. So they have given us short-term funding for the next 90 days to keep all of those units open and running. Uh, and then they have, have a str- very strongly worded rec- resolution where they appointed a committee of four people to find a way <laughs> uh, to purchase... Um, those units from Finlandia and hopefully also purchase the real estate from Finlandia okay, uh, to, in order to have a place to, for all those units to live. And so they should continue keeping alive the Finnish, Finnish American heritage here in the Hancock and Houghton area. Now
1: the TRIO program, the Upward Bound program, which has been overseen and attached to Finlandia for quite a number of years now, it is technically i understand an independent program it's grant funded it exists to help students particularly first generation college students get into the college life prepare deal with college life what is the future of that
0: so there's there's actually uh, a number of different trio programs one some are what you're talking about is called sss student support services that exists for students at the college who are in college. Um, that program will eventually go away at the end of the year because the college will go away. Okay. Um, but the other programs that deal with uh, local youth, high school students, and tries to get them to go to college, any college, um, those programs we are trying to find a, a, a new university host for. We haven't gotten around to that yet. That That's sort of down on the, down on the list. We've got other things we've got to do first, but I would say by the end of the month, we'll start talking to other institutions in the area. And then all we need is approval from the Department of Education where that funding comes from to transfer those programs. And then those hopefully will go, then go on and continue to serve the youth uh, in the area and keep, them, and keep them moving toward college. So there is some hope for that, for at least a portion of
1: that program. That's right. At, at this point, you've got a lot of buildings <laughs> and buildings that unfortunately are kind of purpose-built and don't necessarily translate into use by other entities. Has there been discussion as to
0: what's going to happen to all of this property? Um, it depends on who you. I mean, we don't know how we can how we're going to dispose of it yet. Again, those are part of those legal questions that that still have to be answered in terms of which direction the board takes in terms of dissolution. Um, but what we can say is, we already know we have some interest. Uh, in in part, in certain buildings, even some of the purpose-built ones. Okay. Um, I can't really reveal any more than that, but but uh, we certainly do have some interest in some of these buildings.
1: Okay, so there's some possibility there yeah. because we don't want these buildings sitting there for a long time, and there's not going to be any entity behind them at some point with the resources to keep them up right. if they sit there for two or three or five years.
0: Right, right. Um, in in some way or form, they will they will be. Moved on to some new ownership in, and I don't know. I'm not going to say six months because it may take indeed longer than that. But I can't imagine it being five years. Okay. What does happen? What What are the options in terms of dissolving all
1: of this at this point? Uh, there have got to be. First of all, there's got to be some debt that's got to be paid off. Uh, there's borrowed money. I would assume, all, uh, most institutions have
0: some. Yeah, we have significant. We have significant, uh, <laughs> we have significant bar, uh, debt, but. But uh, I, you know, I'm going to have to kind of pass on that a little bit, simply because I'm not the lawyer, okay? <laughs> uh, and I don't want to get anything wrong. But but what the lawyer has laid out for us is a very wide range of options, um, and so they they differ wildly in how they're accomplished and and when and how quickly. So so I have to kind of pass on that simply because I don't want to say anything wrong. No, I understand. <laughs> uh, will there be enough resources to pay off all the obligations? Um, You know, given what we understand the institution to be worth, um, I... I believe so. That's the intent, but I, I also, you know, I don't know what somebody's going to want to pay for a building either. So, but our intent at this point is is to fulfill all of our obligations.
1: Has anybody approached and said, "Hey, we're a
0: college. We'd like to take you on as a satellite campus or something like that"? Uh, we did, we did investigate that to some extent, and there have has not been any interest in that. Okay, um, have we shot ourselves in the foot? by keeping Quincy
1: Green, green? <laughs> I well, don't. I, I mean, I look at yeah. that at Hervin and Hall, which is a big building that has always been handicapped by lack of parking. Um, have we devalued Hervin and Hall and, and perhaps limited its future by preventing somebody from buying it and also buying the lawn and turning it into a parking lot and keeping the building
0: alive? Well, you know, that's probably a big, a- Better question for the city. Um, the city is in the process of purchasing Quincy Green, and and they believe, and I actually agree with them, that the the best and high, one of the standards they use for disposing of property is best and highest use. Best and highest use, right? And and I think. I would agree with the city that it, and the city council that its best and highest use is as a public green space. Yeah, I'm not advocating yeah, that it so, be changed.
1: I love the fact that it's green and there's this wonderful space there that we can have things in and hakenbaya and yeah, things yeah. of that nature. But uh, you know, at some point too, you have to look at some realities of things, and, well, and you that's do. always been the drawback with. Hervin and Hall, and the reason that wonderful auditorium hasn't been able to be used much is because you've got 50 to 70 parking spaces there. And if you want to buy that and rehab it and use it as a business incubator and have 100 employees in it and people coming in and out, that's not going to cut it.
0: Well, perhaps. Um, I guess I would say, you know, I think think that there are other facilities for that kind of thing anyway. if people want business incubator space. The Judah Center, for example. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so I think I, you know, in 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 my sort of thought about it, um, when we had it, when it was appraised, uh, we got fair market value when we when in selling it to the city. So, I don't think that Woody would have done any better uh, doing any other use. Yeah. Um, what happens to all
1: of this naming? I mean, I'm assuming the Hervenans gave some money. To get Indeed. their name on Hervin and Hall. I'm assuming that uh, the Judalas years ago gave money to get their name on the Judalists Center. Uh, the McAfee's for McAfee Field
0: and such. There, what happens to all of that? Yeah, the, there are there are different legalities, and, I, and I'm not sure I know all of them. But what I do know is um, there are some legalities when someone gives money in order to have something named. But very few of our named buildings are that way. Most of our buildings have been named in honor of people for their gifts, which is a different. So they gave us money over a certain period of time that had no strings attached. Okay. We want to honor them by naming a building after them. That's a different legality other than essentially purchasing naming rights.
1: The horse before the cart right. instead of the cart before the horse right. necessarily. So, uh, and, and I'm sure those people are going to feel a little bit... Uh, sad about what's yeah, happening?
0: Absolutely. I mean. You know, I, you take the Herbin and family. I, you know, I, I know them. Um, they are wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, and I spoke to them at length about, you know, their father's legacy and why he wanted to do this. And he, he really believed in hard luck stories. <laughs> That's why he took Finlandia under its wings. So for all of them, it's a, it certainly is a blow, right? Um, but the good news is that their money over the years has helped educate so many students that that it's Not as if that is gone. There is a lasting legacy there, There even if it's no longer a name on a building. They changed people's lives by their
1: donations. That's the bigger legacy. It really is. In fact, that's the bigger legacy. The nursing program has been one of the bright points at Finlandia over the last few years. What happens to that?
0: Yeah, um, there's another bright spot. uh, And I have to give a a huge amount of thanks uh, to President Kubek at Michigan Tech and, and his team. They have very, very quickly jumped in to do anything they could and among the things they're they're doing and they're planning we're working on right now is them taking over the whole nursing program oh really yeah uh students faculty equipment the whole deal um and so they they uh the president uh called me on the phone um as you can imagine we talk fairly often and he called me called me on my cell phone and said i've been thinking there's so many nurses in this community who, who came out of finlandia we we need the nurses in this community. Is there a way um, that we could take over the program? And I'm like, well, let's find one. <laughs> so yeah. um, they jumped on it right away. They have been absolutely fantastic. So, so I, you know, I want all your listeners to know that Michigan Tech has really stepped up to really help support this community and the things this community needs.
1: Well, and. The need for nurses is obvious. Absolutely, we national emergency, really. Yeah, we need them everywhere. If we take out the local producer of nurses, we're up the creek without the, the boat.
0: Yeah, we sure are. So I, I, I think you know they they jumped on it right away, and and uh, thank you to them. They're gonna and again that takes care of our students, right? I mean that that's a whole bunch of our students who are, already have a place to go. It's in town. It's local. Um, and they can finish finish their training with the faculty they've come to know and love. So that would be excellent to keep that that's in wonderful. place. Well,
1: they have such a wonderful relationship. I know with Canal View, right? And the the, the internship, there right. Canal View has a classroom there for heaven's sake. They do help yeah. them train
0: CNAs and
1: yep. Yep. So that's that's excellent and not only good for the students but great for the community. Right. What's the long term legacy that Finlandia will leave behind when we look hmm. back on this college five years from now, ten years from now? What are we going to think about it?
0: Uh, well, here's what I hope you think. Um, right now, it's a rough time. Yeah. And, and emotions run all over the place. And the reactions are from people saying, well, we knew it was going to happen soon, or we, we knew it had to happen soon, to people who are absolutely distraught over it and some who are incredibly angry. Um, and there are people in the community who are, are looking at it as an opportunity, right? Um, I, I like to say the vultures are circling a little bit, um, <laughs> uh, but, but five years from now, um, the story I, I've told the story before that, that I have a connection to Finlandia from my youth. I was yes. on campus for a leadership school and, and the, the legacy will be the human one. And that's what everyone needs to sort of really focus on. I spent last night uh, texting with one, with a young, she's not young anymore, she's my age, but but with the woman that, that I became friends with here at that leadership school. We haven't seen each other in more than 40 years. We've always kept in touch. That connection that was forged at Finlandia, then Suomi, is still there. And we spent about an hour and a half reminiscing about the place and our time here. And so what I would say to everyone, the legacy is the people and the connections that were made and the way it affected people's lives. And that becomes the legacy of place that goes on forever.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Tim Pennell, president of Finlandia University. Uh, Keep us posted, please, as to how things are going and maybe we'll talk again soon.
0: I certainly will. Thank you so much for your time.